we we actually members of the first fleeters club if you can train sort of run your lineage back then you actually get a certificate saying you're a first fleeter but our uh, an original ancestor who came out here ended up in port arthur elizabeth cole she was very entrepreneurial so maybe perhaps it's rubbed off through the generations but in those days if you were prepared to stay in the colonies they gave you i think it was 350 pound and some acreage so being the very clever person that she was, she turned over three husbands and, and grew quite a, a big portfolio of investments and real estate. So uh, perhaps it's in the blood, Caroline. Welcome to the Get Invested podcast, where we share great conversations with experts from all walks of life to uncover their secret know-how and where they invest their time, their skills and their money and the benefits that this has created. You see, the truth is that everyone invests every minute Every day, we're investing our time, our skills, our energy, and our money in something. Some of us are investing consciously, some unconsciously, sometimes for good, sometimes for bad, and sometimes for no impact. Get Invested will help you to start living by design, not by default. I'm going to help you to make it happen, not let it happen. You'll hear the top tips on how you can live with conscious intent so that you can live more, work less, and leave a living legacy investing now. Listen to the show to discover the top tips on how to get started, make the most of your investment journey, and ultimately to be living your dream, not someone else's. More episodes can be found on iTunes or at bushymartin.com.au forward slash get invested. Thanks for listening. And now let's get invested. Hi, Freedom Fighters. Are you using this time to reflect on where you're at? and where you want to be in life? Are you taking some time to plan what you want to achieve this year? Now, this is normally the time of the year when a lot of people roll out their New Year's resolutions and they generally last about a week after going back to work because life gets all too busy again and our big intentions get drowned by our daily urgencies. So to re-motivate you to stay true to your long-term lifestyle and investment goals, on this week's summer series, which is really just code for I'm on holidays for a month, I thought I'd share the awesome conversation I enjoyed on the Talking Trading podcast, which is Australia's longest running and very popular investment and trading podcast. It's hosted by professional financial journalist Caroline Stephen, and it's supported by best-selling authors Louise Bedford and Chris Tate, who, as you would now know, is Get Invested's resident financial markets commentator. The Talking Trading Podcast gives you your free weekly trading podcast showcasing the world's best equities traders with great trading tips, some strategies, insights and more. Talking Trading consistently shares insightful content and Caroline has a brilliant interviewing style that gets the best out of her leading professional investor guests. So to get you in the mood to start living by design and not by default, Caroline got me to open up on a broad range of subjects that include my family background and some interesting personal history, a discussion on my highs and lows, the importance of what I call mirror time, a summary of what life fulfilment is really about, the importance of the three reinforcing forms of TLC, a summary of the essence of the freedom formula, I spell out the eight critical preventative wealth vitamins with a discussion around the importance of developing happy habits and daily disciplines. 
I outline what I consider to be the keys to sustainable success. We talk through how to go about changing your personal reality, along with the need to become passive-aggressive and the importance of your freedom numbers, as well as the impact of the capital growth to cash flow curve. I touch on how to use negative gearing to create positive cash flow property results, and we delve into the need for a changing portfolio transition strategy that involves investing in both equities and property at the right time for the right purpose. So if you really want to learn how to invest and trade properly and to take advantage of the upcoming financial market opportunities that are arising, then start by joining Caroline Stephen, Louise Bedford and Chris Tate on their Talking Trading podcast. You can find it at talkingtrading.com.au or on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your good podcasts. And if you're really interested in equities and you move quickly, you can still get in on their next upcoming six-month repeat-for-free-forever trading game mentor program, where you'll learn how to trade every instrument over every time frame based on a trading plan that suits you. Now, of note, it's the longest-running repeat-for-free trading mentor program in the world. So just jump on tradinggame.com.au forward slash about the trading mentor program to secure your spot. And make sure that you let them know that Bushy suggested you reach out so that you enjoy the advantage of some exclusive bonuses. And just to reiterate, there's no brown paper bag stashed with money exchanging hands or any form of personal reward for mentioning this. I refer to them purely because I know they're good at what they do And I've had very positive feedback, which I've received from other equities investors that I know who've joined them. But before we get into it, I'm going to ask you to the same favour that I've been asking for the last few episodes, as I really need to get your help and feedback. In order to help improving the Get Investment podcast to better suit your preferences, I really need you to take just a couple of minutes and email me personally on bushy at knowhowproperty.com.au, that's bushy at knowhowproperty.com.au, to let me know which Get Invested episode you've really enjoyed the most so far and why, which episode you've enjoyed the least and why, along with what I need to be doing more of and less of. Also feel free to give me any suggestions on topics of interest that you'd like me to explore, along with any other guests you'd love me to interview. So again, hit me up at bushy at knowhowproperty.com.au because I'd really appreciate your feedback. So thanks again in advance. And to get you back in the mood, here are a few of my favourite quotes that I refer to in my book, The Freedom Formula, that always inspires me. Sir John Dalberg Acton once said, A wise person does at once what a fool does at last. Both do the same things just at different times. And Harvey Mackay added, Time is free, but it's priceless. You can't own it, but you can use it. You can't keep it, but you can spend it. And once you've lost it, you'll never get it back. And this quote by William Penn is also really appropriate. Time is what we want most, but what we use worst. And to finish on the immortal words of John D. Rockefeller, don't be afraid to give up the good to go for the great. 
I hope these get you thinking. In the meantime, have a listen to my enjoyable chat on Talking Trading with Caroline Stephen. Bushy Martin, you're an active property and equities investor. You are also an author and founder of Know How Group. Bushy, hello and welcome to Talking Trading. Hey, Caroline. I'm uh, very humbled to be in your presence. I've had immense respect for yourself and Chris Tate and Louise Bedford for, for many years. I'm a big, big fan of your podcast, which I reckon is one of the pioneers in the space. It's nearly seven years now, I think, uh, for memory. So very humbled to be on board and having a chat today, Caroline. Bushy, thank you. That's lovely. What a beautiful way to start an interview. Let me give some interesting facts about you. Number one, your family were convict first fleeters and you're the oldest son of seven generations of older sons and these generations have never had a daughter. Number two, you're an award-winning architect of 20 years before you became a full-time investor. And number three, you are the proud owner of three dogs. Bushy, tell us about some of these interesting facts. Yeah, well, uh, the old first one uh, was a bit of a shock to the family. My my good grand- grandmother was an absolute staunch royalist, Caroline, so you know, that was always you know, cucumber sandwiches and, and high tea in the afternoon. And when my good father did the homework to discover that we came out to Australia under the deck in chains, Oh my God. Ab- absolute disgrace for my grandmother, but <laughs> very interesting background. I've got to share this story with you because um, we, we are actually members of the First Fleeters Club. If you can train, sort of run your lineage back, then you actually get a certificate saying you're a First Fleeter. But our uh, an original ancestor who came out here who ended up in Port Arthur, Elizabeth Cole, she was very entrepreneurial. So it, Perhaps it's rubbed off through the generations, but in those days, if you were prepared to stay in the colonies, they gave you, I think it was 350 pounds and some acreage. So being the very clever person that she was, she turned over three husbands and, and grew quite a, a big portfolio of investments and real estate. So uh, perhaps it's in the blood, Caroline. <laughs> Bushy, what is the essence of the freedom formula? Yeah, so the, the Freedom Formula is the book that I've written about the journey that we've been through and, and the, you know, there's about 1,700 other investors uh, that we've been assist, assisted along the journey over the last 15 to 20 years. And it's really the culmination of the steps that, that we've taken ourselves through uh, to achieve the lifestyle that we now enjoy and helping a lot of other time-poor professionals and hard-working Aussies to do the same. And the, the Freedom Formula really boils down to eight key principles that I think are the foundation of uh, any trader or or any investor. And they're quite universal. And each of those eight principles are what I like to refer to as the preventative wealth vitamins. And you've probably heard of the concept of preventative health. Yes. You're across that? Yes. Where you're basically doing things today that are going to prevent things happening tomorrow. It's about taking... Uh, regular supplements that are going to improve improve your health long term. Uh, preventative wealth is exactly the same thing. It's it's what are we doing today, and what are happy habits and daily disciplines are we developing? What happy habits? I love this. What happy habits? What happy habits are you doing, Bushy? 
<laughs> well, yeah, happy habits. Perhaps I'll break down what I, I think the key to success is because it's taken yes. me a long time to learn this and I reckon I've made every every conceivable mistake that you can possibly make, Caroline. This is reassuring uh, and heartening. This is what we want from an investor, someone who's been around <laughs> the block. <laughs> uh, I've been beaten around a few times and got plenty of blood noses. Don't you worry about that. Um, but I, I guess what I've learned is that, that sustainable success, and I underline the word sustainable, is the intersection of self, health, and wealth. And uh, you can't have one without the other two. So, uh, you know, if, if we start with self, it's all about your mindset and your subconscious thinking and your belief system. Mm. So, and that's the hardest bit. That's the bit that very few of us spend any time looking at. So one of the things I did when, when things went to poo, uh, for me, uh, 25 odd years ago, uh, I recognized that every mistake that I make is because of something that I've done. It's not about someone else. You know, Aussies are very quick to point the finger at other things or, you know, other situations. So I'm sitting here with a computer and I've got a mirror on the wall just, just beside me. And that mirror reminds me that everything I do and every result I get is a reflection of my thinking and my actions. So really getting clear on yourself and working on yourself because success isn't an event. It's not about intensity. It's about consistency and it's about the long term and it's about who you become on the journey to becoming and growing yourself into an investor. It's it's what I think uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about when he says that uh, to change your personal reality, you need to change your personality. <laughs> to change your personality, you need to change your energy, you need to change your thinking, and that, that tra- transforms into actions. And it's about it's very much about getting really crystal clear on your perfect lifestyle in the future. So um, as an architect, I find it very easy to visualise things. So I, I spent a lot of time uh, 25 years ago getting absolutely crystal clear on exactly how Sonia and I, that's my partner, want to live. And all we've done since then is uh, worked on making that happen because that vision becomes both the magnet and the compass. And if that vision is strong and vivid enough, then it acts as a magnet in terms of allowing us to ride over the inevitable speed bumps and lumps that we hit on the journey. But it also provides a compass in that it makes sure that every decision we make day to day is looked at in terms of is it taking me closer to where I want to be or further away. So uh, getting really crystal clear on that is absolutely key. And uh, that folds into the health component. So get yourself right as far as self is concerned. Then worry about your health because health is where you actually develop those daily disciplines that I'm talking about. It's the things you do day to day. You know, you don't get fit by going to the gym once a month and do it for nine hours. You you get fit by spending 20 minutes a day, every day, uh, getting yourself into shape. And it's the mental disciplines that that develops that then allows you to have the outlook to be able to achieve wealth long-term. So I often often say you've got to give yourself lots of TLC. And TLC, yes, it's tender, loving care in terms of yourself. It's about trust, loyalty, and confidence that comes with your health. Mm. Then, and only then, you can use TLC in terms of embracing time, 
leverage and compounding <laughs> to achieve the sorts of results that you want in investing. So I, you'll get sick of my acronyms because I've got a very bad memory and it's the only way I remember stuff, Caroline. If that rolls into the, the uh, preventative wealth vitamins, uh, those vitamins, each of those letters represents a, a key principle in relation to investing. So if I break it down quickly, uh, the V stands for value. So the value is getting clear on your own self-value, but also understanding what value do you start with. So what's your uh, trading float if we're investing in equities? What What uh, is the level of equity I can contribute if I'm wanting to buy property? So value is the, the starting point because that, that has a big impact on the sort of trading system or investment strategy you're going to adopt. The I is for the interest rate of growth because, uh, and I'll come back to this later, but the rate of growth often for initial investors is really important because uh, if we're trying to create a passive income that's going to fund our lifestyle, then that rate of growth becomes really key in terms of growing your nest egg. And then the next key element is time. And what I mean by that is that in my own experience and if I look at every successful sustainable investor that, that's ever lived, it's always taken a minimum of 10, more likely 15, and quite often 20 years before they achieve that sustainable success. And that sustainable success and that exponential curve that occurs with that happens in just about every endeavour from planting a tree to uh, our own human growth from child to adult, to successful sports people, to business people, to trading investment, that journey of 15 to 20 years is really consistent as an exponential growth curve. And that growth curve is not so much about what we're doing, but who we're becoming on that journey. So that time aspect is really key. And it's it's also about recognising that uh, you need to make time to use the time to get your time back because ultimately the reason I invest is to have the time to be able to then put into other things so that my income is not relying on me to generate. And that's, that's the, that's the simple reason that I trade and invest. It's, it's no, no bigger than that. The A then, so those first three are what I call the setup, uh, principles. The last five are what I call sustainability factors. And the first of those is affordability. So what I find with a lot of uh, traders and investors, they don't think about the ongoing affordability of what they're doing. So yes. in the trading environment, uh, they'll risk too much on a trade and they'll take themselves out of the game so they can't afford to do it. In property, they don't structure it in such a way that it's actually putting money in their pocket yes. rather than taking massive chunks out of their pocket, which means that they live on baked beans and dog food while they try to uh, build an investment portfolio throw their arms up in the air three or four years in, bail out, lose money and never return. So that affordability piece is really key to that sustainability. Then there's mindset and mindset's the big one, Caroline. Uh, that's the one that I uh, sort of touched on already. But for me, it comes down to what I call the six Ps and they are purpose, perspective, plan, proactive, probability, performance, patience and persistence. So you need to be clear on your purpose and that needs to be supported by a perspective of exactly how you want to live. Then you need to create a plan of how you're going to get from where you are now to there. Then you need to be proactive by implementing the action to make sure that it's happening. 
and be comfortable with the probability risk comfort level or your sleep at night factor. That's really key. Then you need to monitor the performance of your investment and then most importantly, have the patience and persistence to stay the course, see it through and ignore the, the noise from the, the negative media and, and other short-term fluctuations that are going to occur. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. So mindset's really key. And then uh, the I is for income. And what I mean by that is you need to have an income to create an income. Mm. If you're going to invest initially, I'd see too many people jump off the cliff, give up their job, mm. think they're going to become a full-time trader or a full-time investor, and uh, they snooker themselves because uh, then their float dries up, uh, they don't have the time or the income to sustain them, and then they end up bailing out early. So that having an income to, to create an income is really key. And then the N is for network. So it's, you know, that old saying that your, your network is your net worth. Absolutely <laughs> key. I haven't and heard I, that. I haven't heard that. Haven't you really? I tell you what, I learned this the hard way because when I started trading and investing, I didn't trust anyone. I thought I'd reinvent the wheel. I tried to do it all myself. <laughs> I didn't know what I didn't know. And I made some absolute balls ups. There's no question about it. I really learned some hard and extensive lessons early on. But as I grew, I started to realise that I needed to be the dumbest person in the room. So, I, uh, and that was pretty easy for me, Caroline. So I uh, <laughs> surrounded, surrounded myself with uh, really good people. So accountants, financial planners, uh, in the property side, it's uh, project managers, buyers, agents, uh, investment advisors. Uh, I read every conceivable book that I could get my hands on, mm. and, and two of the really instructive books uh, that have helped me uh, along the way. Uh, early on were to grab Chris Tate's and Louise Bedford's books, uh, as well as Van Tharp's books. I think I find Van Tharp uh, really instructive. So if, if we interviewed Van Tharp way back, he's a, he is a well, I, I, you know, I haven't really heard him in the flesh, but awesome book that really put it in perspective and uh, the psychology. And, and learning to develop a system where you can have more losses than wins, but, but still be in front. Now, there's some really essential learnings in that. So you, having that network around you is really key. And in, in, in the property side, which is sort of parallel to what we're talking about trading here, you're not a player in the game. You just manage your managers. So you, that, that's a real key. It's, I, I think successful investing and successful trading is an elite team sport. So you need to surround yourself with really good mentors and and other players in the game to make sure that you're learning from them and therefore uh, coming up with a plan that works for you because there is no holy grail. There's no one-size-fits-all fantastic uh, system. You've, you've got to match your personality to what, to what the market's doing to really take advantage of it. So that network's really important. And the final piece, and probably the most important piece as well, is the strategy. Or I call it strategy for most people because uh, you really need to be clear on the roadmap of where do you want to get to, where are you now and what capability do you have, both physically and, and mentally, and then construct a GPS that's going to allow you to move from where you are to where you want to be. And, and I guess that folds into the living by design piece. Uh, and again, I, I call it living by design because I guess it, it leverages off my architectural roots. But uh, if you're really crystal clear on exactly how you want to live and what, what you want to achieve in life, and, and I mean what does your perfect day, week, month, year look like, then it's easy to monetize that because for, for me, Caroline, 
fulfillment comes by being able to give freely to others without expecting anything in return. And my mm. mission uh, since, uh, you know, achieving a, a level of financial stability and success is to help others to do the same. And the reality is that you can only really achieve that sort of fulfillment if you've got freedom. And I'm talking freedom of time. And you can only have freedom of time if your income needs are being met without relying on you to do it. So uh, for me, it's all been about becoming what I call passive aggressive. So that's about being aggressive, aggressive about creating passive income so that I get our time back so that we can then put it back into the things that we really enjoy and put it back into other things. And once you've got some clarity around that component, then all you have to do is monetize it. So once once you've uh, designed your ideal life, then it breaks down into what I call the freedom numbers. So the, the freedom numbers are just a really easy way to keep you on track with this. So uh, let's break it down. So the freedom numbers, that there's five key components. There's your lifestyle income, your break-free timeline, your nest egg number, the gap, and then finally your freedom number. So let's say that my ideal lifestyle is about 250 grand a year, which gives us an opportunity to travel for three months of the year, uh, take plenty of time off to spend it with our dogs. I'm a mad hockey player and I love playing piano. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we worked out early that 250 grand a year was what we needed to really give us a, a, a really enjoyable lifestyle. Now, when we first started trading investing 25 years ago, we wanted to be in that position in 20 years' time. We, we recognised that sustainable success was going to take that long. So 20 years became our break-free timeline. And then it's very easy to work out what your nest egg number needs to be from there because if 250 grand a year in passive income is what we need and assuming a 5% average return, then what we needed to create at that time was $5 million in income-producing assets, and that's excluding mm. the family home. So that was we knew pretty early that that was the target. So mm. when, when we worked that out, all we then needed to do was project where our current investments would end up at that stage if we didn't do anything different. And that stage, our, our super, which is the only thing we had, was worth about three hundred and fifty grand. And... Uh, Projecting that forward over 20 years based on average growth rates, we, we were going to end up with about a million dollars in super. And at a 5% return, that was only going to give us 52 grand a year. So I was like, okay. So we knew the gap for us was 5 million minus 1 million, which is $4 million in income producing assets in 20 years. So we then cascaded that back though to work out what that meant in today's dollars once we took inflation out. So in simple terms, that four million became two million in income producing assets that we needed to create. And that meant that our total focus at that stage was on growth. And I, I talk about the the capital growth to cash flow curve because there's a, a constant debate in investing and trading cycles about the difference between growth and cash flow. I, I don't think it's an or argument, it's an and argument. For me, it's about con- focusing on growth first. If your nest egg number is below what it needs to be to give you the passive income that's going to sustain your lifestyle, it's all about growth. Once your nest egg gets to that level, then it's all about cash flow. So your trading system and your investment style needs to 
focus on where you want to end up. And then if your nest egg isn't where it needs to be, focus on growth. So it's all about growth early on. And then when it hits that level, convert to cash flow and, and the investment styles and the trading systems that you develop around that will change as you transition from the capital growth to cash flow curve. Does that make sense? It does. It was slightly complicated, but I think I did follow it. Can you tell us how what proportion is your equities investing and your property investing? Yeah, so that's that's changed over time. So yeah, and, and perhaps I'll take you on that journey very quickly. So early on, when I was burned out, broken, and and broke, and uh, and divorced, a good measure in my early thirties. <laughs> it always uh, works like that. Burnt out, broke. Isn't and- funny? <laughs> they sort of go hand in hand, I think. And I, I often joke, I I came out of my first marriage with my car and my cassettes, so that gives you a fair idea of how long ago it was. And uh, <laughs> I, what was uh, the cassette? What was the music you were listening to? Oh uh, no, I won't embarrass myself for that. Uh, I've, I've got a very broad range of of music tastes and I'm, I'm a, uh, a closet pianist. I, uh, I, I'm still playing and learning piano, Caroline, so I uh, love my music and I'm, a, I'm a, a karaoke king. I don't need to have a drink to grab a microphone and make a fool of myself uh, singing anywhere I'm, I'm uh, <laughs> given the opportunity. But uh, <laughs> uh, I, I keep, I, I got off track there. So coming back to uh, that exercise at that time, if I look at the journey we went through, when I had nothing, I needed to develop a, a float very quickly. So everything was about trading at that time. And I, I actually day traded for uh, the first couple of years because mm. uh, I effectively went from zero to uh, get enough to get into property. And then I moved into property at that stage because of the leverage factor. At, at, at that time, uh, the banks were happy to lend me a lot more money on property than I could achieve in a margin loan on equities. So I then leveraged into property very strongly. And uh, so, th- again, that initial investing was all about growth. Uh, our initial property investment was all about growth. But what's happened in the last few years, we've now transitioned into the cash flow stage. So uh, a lot of my... Uh, Trading now is more about dividend flow and cash flow and Mm. rationalizing the portfolio so that, you know, we've, we've gone down significantly on property and much more into shares, equities and managed funds. Mm. Because uh, again, I I went from a day trader early on to a very much a passive trader now, uh, because it's all about time. I understand. Preserve that nest egg, uh, move it into tax effective cash flow. And, and then free myself up from time so that I can be putting it into the things that we like doing, like spending time with the dogs, uh, getting out in the hockey hockey field and smacking the ball around and, and twinkling the ivories playing the piano. Twinkling the ivories. Are you an advocate of negative, neutral or positive gearing in property? Yeah. So if we talk about property, I use neg- negative gearing early to create a positive, positive gear result. So that sounds a bit contrarian, but... Uh, because I'm an architect, uh, we focus on new build properties and, and not many people in the property game or property accommodators do. And I think that's because they don't understand it and they haven't done much of it. But very cleverly orchestrated property, and that's as much about the structure and the strategy as anything, combined with new build, 
because there's still very significant incentives in terms of stamp duty and depreciation benefits that can be applied, means that you can use the negative gearing rulings to create a positive cash flow property. And that's that's exactly what we managed to do very effectively to build a pretty strong uh, property portfolio. Does that answer the question? It does. Bushy, what do you mean when you talk about your freedom numbers? Yeah, well, yeah, so those freedom numbers are those five key numbers that we went through, Caroline. So your lifestyle income, your break-free timeline, the nest egg number, the gap, and then your freedom number. So uh, it's really just trying to create that compass. So the freedom numbers, what we personally use, and we help a, a lot of other people use those freedom numbers to check themselves in. So, you know, you can pl- apply those to look at where you're at now and then if you do nothing differently, where are you going to end up? So we can apply some sort of average growth rates to shares, to super, to property, to cash and very quickly paint a picture of where you're going to end up depending on what your break-free timeline is, how many years it is before you want to put yourself in that position. And then every time, every every year at least, we're revisiting those freedom numbers to see how we're tracking. How are we going against it? Has our portfolio grown to the size? Is it giving us the income stream we need? What changes do we need to make? Do we need to adjust that break-free timeline? Uh, it really starts to give you a very simple measuring scale to make sure that you're on track. And it's, it's that accountability piece that I find that a lot of traders and investors don't spend much time in. And uh, if we're constantly, it's the old story, you, you can't better what you don't measure. So the freedom numbers give you a very simple guide to, to really see where you're tracking and whether you need to make some adjustments to end up getting to where you want to. In your long and industrious professional and investing career, I'm sure you've had yeah. many highs. I'm sure you've had many lows as well. Can you pick one of each to give us a snapshot of your journey? Certainly. Now, let me start with the lows. Uh, the uh, I guess the, the biggest low uh, was around that time that I spoke about when I ended up broken, burnt out and broke. Uh, that was a massive wake-up call for me, Caroline. Uh, and it's fair to say I learned more about myself. I, I call it my Howard Hughes years. Crawled into the cave... <laughs> And um, sort of retreated from the world for a couple of years. I, I actually used the masters. I did my masters in business at that time as an excuse to hide myself because I became a complete hermit because I'd lost my marriage. I'd pretty much lost my career. Uh, I really was burnt out because I'd been working for years, seven days a week, 12 hours a day. And I, I had mm. probably the typical Australian dream at that time of working hard, having a good family, having a nice home. Uh, putting money into super, paying the home off and then ticking off the bucket list when we stop work, which is pretty familiar. And that all came to a, a crumbling and ugly halt. So big wake-up call at that stage, Caroline. But I, if I look back on it now, it was actually the best thing that ever happened to me, strangely enough, because it really forced me to look long and hard at myself. And, you know, I, I talk a lot about mirror time. Uh, I, I spent more time in counselling after our, my marriage went belly up than I did before because I really wanted to learn about myself, who I was, what my mm. strengths and weaknesses are, and really get into the subconscious because what I found was that, you know, my conscious mind had all the right thoughts, but there was a lot of uh, wrong beliefs 
that were sabotaging me when it came to success. So mm. uh, you know, I didn't believe I uh, deserved success. Uh, there, was a lot, there was a lot of self-esteem issues that were hidden behind you know the brave facade, and uh, sort of coming to terms with that, and then doing a lot of hard work from everything from hypnosis to you know you name it to try and really smash through some of that uh, subconscious sabotage uh, was the most important step. So I, I guess it's that was both my lowest low, but the beginnings of my highest high and I, I think the highest high uh, if we, we flick to the other end now Caroline is just having the blessing to be able to help others to uh, enjoy and start to put some shape around their own ideal lifestyle I mean, we've, we've got the time now to be able to assist people do that and I guess education is the key uh, you know that the first thing you've got to do in terms of investment is invest in your knowledge uh, before you invest in anything else. So we spend a lot of, lot of time now through my books and the webinars that, that we uh, now produce to help educate people uh, so that you know they, they are in a position to start making informed decisions and then assisting them to, to go on their journey. So w what we now do with them is we actually partner with people to help them invest uh, and, and hence the reason for reaching out to, to uh, Chris and Louise and yourself because we have a very inclusive view that successful lifestyles are built on investing in shares and property. It's not a not a or debate. It's an and debate. It's just a matter of when and and what suits you. What what fits with your personality, your sleep at night factor, and then surrounding yourself with the people that are going to help both of those work. So, so does that that make sense? Absolutely makes sense. I loved your answer and your honesty. So if people want to find out more about you and what you offer, where do they go? Yeah, so two, two directions. Uh, our business is called Know-How because we give you the know-how to make it happen. And we, we often say people uh, don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Oh. Uh, so our business is Know-How. Uh, it's all about strategy, it's all about finance structuring, and then it's all about enabling you to uh, go on the investment journey. So, you know, what I'm excited about is that we've been searching for a, a reputable uh, a partner, really, that we can start to send people to that have a real interest in learning how to invest and trade the right way. So, you know, with yourself and Chris and Louise, uh, being able to uh, outsource uh, those clients that we've educated on the on the, the merits of the investment and trading principles to then come under your wing to help them that journey is is pretty exciting for us. So if you want to find out a bit about that education piece and what we do on that front, it's knowhowproperty.com.au or khgroup.com.au. Uh, if you want to sort of dig in a bit, bit more personally to me, it's bushymartin.com.au and you can find uh, our Get Invested podcast episodes there and those, those episodes are really helping to people to start to live with intent rather than let life happen to them because let's face it, Caroline, every second of every minute of every day, every one of us is investing our time, our energy and our money in something Unfortunately, many Australians are doing it unconsciously 
I want to help people to open their eyes to start doing that consciously and to live by design, not by default. Bushy, I think next time I'm in Melbourne, you, Louise, Chris and I all meet up for lunch or a drink and we all pow well. Can't wait. Looking forward to it. Brilliant. Thanks, Caroline. Well, Freedom Fighters, how good was that? To get a summary of all this investment gold in the show notes, just email me on hello at khgroup.com.au. It's H-E-L-L-O at khgroup.com.au. Or check us out at www.bushymartin.com.au forward slash get invested. I look forward to joining you next week for another episode of the Get Invested podcast. So thanks for listening. And as always, dream as if you live forever and live as if you die.